it's Sophia Franklin. You are listening to Sophia with an F, and the F is for phenomenal. (laughs) This podcast is rated F. What updates do I have? Aside from being a anxious ball of energy and your favorite depressed bitch of all time, Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, wider, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists, and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop, and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Hi everyone, welcome to Sophia with an F. I am your host, Sophia Franklin, and I'm talking way sexier than I ever have in a recording, and I think that's because A, my speech pathologist said I should try to talk in a confidential manner and not project my voice so much. That's one reason. B, I... I'm recording from home on the couch. So it is a little bit sexier. Oh God, guys. Okay. I have not released a solo episode in a very long time. And there's several reasons for that. One of them is when you look at listenership and viewership growth, it's really the episodes where I have a guest on that you see growth. The solo episodes, however, are really the bread and butter of my show. And for some reason, recording this episode, I have been putting it off for so long. And there have been attempts to record, but I don't know. Like I've had an insane amount of anxiety and self-doubt and just nervousness around recording this. And I'm trying to pinpoint why. I think during solo episodes, I'm obviously way more vulnerable. But I also think I've associated recording by myself with a very extremely dark time in my life. I mean, the first year of the show, I was basically just recording solos. And the first year of the show, I was clinically depressed and 
not a happy person. Darkest time of my life, as you all know. But I want to bring it back because I feel it is very, very important for me to stay true to me and to the brand and to the OG listeners, to the people who have been there since the beginning. Leo Skeppy, shout out, super hot. He would not hook up with me. He told me after we recorded one time, I've been listening to you since day one on your old show, came over to the new show. I don't, I want to hear about you. Like I miss hearing about your life and your updates and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, get in line. Everyone fucking misses it. So yeah, we're back. And it is the three year anniversary this week of Sophia the Neff. I mean, hello, clap, snap. I have no idea how it's been three years. And I'm really fucking excited because I have some great shit I want to talk about. But before I do, I do have an announcement. Oh, by the way, if you're not subscribed and watching me on video on YouTube, you're missing out because I just did a cute little dance and I flashed the camera. Mm -hmm. I got fully naked. So to find a balance, we decided to put out minis. As I'm sure you can tell by the name, they're just going to be an extra episode every week that's going to be in shorter form. And nine times out of 10, it's probably going to be me. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. So we're going to bridge the gap by releasing these mini episodes. And I miss it. I miss talking to you guys one-on-one -on -one like this. I feel like I owe it to my listeners and there's been a little bit of a disconnect and I'm, I'm here to connect us back together. So what updates do I have? Aside from being a anxious ball of energy and your favorite depressed bitch of all time, I have so many fucking updates. Like, I don't even know where to start. So three-year anniversary of the podcast. I am three years older in the podcasting world. I've been doing it for five years now. You would think by now, it's I treat it as if I'm going to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Like, it's not that serious. I don't know what comes over me. But self-compassion is what we practice here. I'm not, I'm not even like fucking around. I've been working on that a lot. But we're fucking back. We are back and better than ever. Three-year anniversary, three years down, 20 more to go. And I fucking love you guys and thank you so much for the continued support. And with that, let's jump in because... It's also Hispanic Heritage Month. I mean, what are the chances that my three-year anniversary for Sophia with an F, my biggest passion project, my baby, what are the chances that that shit is going to coincide and happen during Hispanic Heritage Month? I mean, the chances are just fucking crazy. And if you didn't know it was Hispanic Heritage Month, I don't fucking blame you because it starts 
September 15th and ends October 15th. Someone please explain to me why you would have a month celebrating an entire culture, people, et cetera, et cetera, and have it start in the middle of, of a fucking month and end in the middle of the next one. Like, is that low-key disrespectful? Because I think it is. That's not cool. Also, Black History Month. Have you ever noticed shortest month of the year? I'm just saying, pay attention. Open your eyes, wake up to what is happening around you. Indigenous People Day just happened a few days ago. So not only are you going to have Hispanic Heritage Month, you know, start during the fucking intermission of a ballet smack dab in the middle of the month, you're also going to have Indigenous People Day fall on one of the days that is technically a day celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. Okay. If we're going to do that, why don't we just pile everyone in together into one month? So then we don't have to, you know, get pissed, start looking into numbers and how many days are in the calendar and blah, 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 blah. America's a melting pot, right? Let's just throw them all in and let's do it the month of June. (laughs) Can you imagine the LGBTQ community? The gays would fucking, there'd be a coup. There would be an uprising, an uproar. They would storm Capitol Hill if all of a sudden one day we just announced, hey, um, just to avoid like any drama or any situations, we're just gonna, we're just gonna loop you guys all in into one month and you guys can share. (laughs) I think I would rather try to do that any other month but June. Oh my God. Mm. Okay, let's move on though. But not until I just say one more thing about it and then I swear to God, Indigenous People Day is Columbus Day. And I understand why they added. Actually, no, I don't fucking understand. Why wouldn't you just remove Columbus Day and make it Indigenous People Day instead of having essentially someone and their rapist getting celebrated on the same day. That's basically what it is. Like, why wouldn't we just 1492 Columbus sailed the ocean blue and fucked off? And now it's Indigenous People Day by Columbus. Okay. So I am sure you guys all know about the Fox News featuring me and this whole Watergate scandal happening over some shit I said in a recording. And if you don't, let me give you the spark notes. I recorded with Leo. Damn. Do I sound like a stage five clinger the amount of times I brought him up? I was recording and I made a comment and I said that I like to check a guy's bank information on a first date. I will ask him to hand over his bank account shit so I can see it with my own eyes. I don't know why of all the disgusting, repulsive, 
not classy, not great shit I've said in my life. That's the one thing that Fox News is going to have a debate about. A panel, a panel of people talk about. This shit went international. My mom called me, and this happened a few weeks ago, and said her friend was in Chile and saw me on the cover of a newspaper. And then my mom did a deep dive, and there I am featured next to Shakira. Don't fucking ask me why. In Argentina's number one newspaper. It's it's just alarming. The reason I'm bringing this up is not to like, oh, let's discuss it. Is it right? Is it wrong? I'm, I'm fucking over it. Also, I just want to add, if you think a dude is going on a date with you for any reason other than the way you look and him being into it, you are wrong. So I don't really see what the big deal is. If a dude is going to take me out on a date and it's based off my ass and tits and leg to ass ratio, and I'm not even going to include face because we know they don't care about that shit. Why is it so fucked up for me to want to know how much money this guy has? I think judging someone based off how they look is worse. excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm -mm, Mm -mm -mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set, you'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. Be careful what you fucking wish for because I had 
a friend the other day text me asking me why this billionaire with a B that she knows very well is asking about me. Okay, let that sink in. I have some rich people in my phone. I know wealthy people, billionaire with a B status going out of their way to speak to me. It's like, okay, okay, universe. Like the things you put out into the universe will be reflected back to you. And this guy is like, he's so rich. I wish so badly I could just tell you what he does. Well, what he does, maybe what his parents did. But you can't go into a grocery store without consuming something that his name is on. You have a thousand percent without a doubt have ingested multiple things that this guy and his family own, okay? So I will keep you updated on that relationship. It's just like, ask, believe, receive. Ugh, I don't know if I'm like about that billionaire life. I don't trust them. When you have that much money and you can tell people to fucking eat their own dog shit and everyone will jump up and say yes, like you can't trust people like that. Like they get a little bit sickly in the head. Me talking about a billionaire's mental health after I just told you guys I've been having a breakdown for the past month. Okay, so that's like a little fun update. Gold digger headlines. Mm. Quitting vaping. And if you can't see this, this is me taking a hit out of my vape. Why did I just do that? I don't really know. It seemed like it could be this symbolic, poetic thing that I do because I would like to announce I am going to quit right after this episode releases so that when you guys hear this shit, you're going to be quitting with me too. And yes, you heard that correctly, Sloots. We're all quitting because I don't think one person is listening right now thinking to themselves, damn, I just, I want to be on that vape shit for the rest of my life. I want to get vape skin. Oh my God. When someone mentioned vape skin to me, I wanted to cry. Oh, vape skin, Sophia. Oh, that's the shit that really alarmed you by sucking on a battery and sucking in God knows what. Like, of course, the skin. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you can get Botox. How are you going to get a lung transplant? So I put on my story that I was going to quit several weeks ago. Obviously, it didn't happen. It was just too haste and I needed to just really think about it. The reason I put it on my story is because when I had my first session with my speech pathologist, which let's call her Susan, because I think I'm going to be referring back to Susan from here on out. Like she's just, she's my goddess, my messiah. She's everything. She told me to, that I needed to stop vaping and that that could really help the hoarseness I've been dealing with in my voice. And she asked if I vaped. I said, yes. And she said, okay, go throw it in the garbage. 
I thought she was joking. She wasn't. She was like, no, there's a garbage right outside the door. You can just throw it away right now. Susan's like fucking crazy. That bitch is going to get far in life. So I did throw the vape away and then I came home to find, oh, I don't know, like 13, 14 half dead vapes hidden in all crevices of my couch, my bed, in the junk drawer. I couldn't not see a vape. That's so disgusting, but it is what it is. So I'm quitting and I want you guys to quit with me. I will post something on my story. If you don't follow me, Sophia, then I have Franklin with a Y. I do have some tips, however. I used to jewel. We all remember those. I did it for about a year straight. And then I quit for almost an entire year afterwards. So I kind of know how to do it. It's not easy, but it's really not that fucking hard. Nicorette, the gum, the lozenges, the patch, however you want to use Nicorette, that shit fucking works. Anytime I would have a craving for the jewel, which arguably I feel like the jewel is more addicting than these other vapes like elf bar and shit or my crazy whatever if you get a craving and you pop in I think it's four milligram Nicorette gum you're chilling and you'll still get a buzz and whatever else but you're not inhaling this shit my mom kind of disagrees with that whole logic she's like you're substituting one addiction for another one it worked for me I'd rather be you know, wearing a Nicorette pouch, patch. What am I, a fucking kangaroo? I would rather rock a Nicorette patch than be caught with a vape. And that's a bold statement. I need to like check what those patches look like. Is it like fucking huge? Like you have to wear it like it's a tramp stamp? I don't know. But I don't know, guys. I think we should all do it. Let's get, let's get healthy. Let's get sexy. Quitting vaping. So it's the second time I'm doing it, but I don't give a fuck. This is my public declaration that I'm quitting. Let's move on. I want to talk about dating because something happened very recently that left me at a loss for words, which is extremely hard to do. And I want to talk through it with everybody. I might have to go back on everything I've ever said about men and the beginning stages of dating. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 
10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. If a guy is into you, you will know. That is a phrase that I have used on multiple occasions. I talk about it like it's in the Ten Commandments. It is the truth. It was written on the stone tab. Like that was my shit. Which means if you are talking to a dude and you are unsure how he feels about you, that automatically means he's not into it. Hi, have we seen the movie? He's just not that into you. He's not that into you, whatever the fuck it is. That's like the mantra of that movie. You will know if a guy's into it. Now, the reason I don't necessarily believe this is true is because I am extremely intelligent. And I have slash had slash currently have a crush on a guy. I'm going to call him Bob. My dynamic with Bob is hard for me to understand and read when I'm a fucking, that's my shit. I consider myself an expert in the field of reading guys and going into the mind of a guy. I consider myself very well versed in that sector. And so for me to be unsure of where I stand with this, with Bob, it's it's kind of a crazy thing. So because I found myself in a situation where I was just perplexed, I had an aha moment and I thought to myself, 
oh, you are that Delulu bitch right now. Because if he liked you, you wouldn't be sitting here wondering if he likes you. And the fact that you have jumped up to do a dramatic reading of the 12 texts in total you guys have sent to each other for all your friends and dissecting every single grammatical thing, emoji. Like if I'm acting that way, then I have become one of those bitches who lives in denial and I need to, I need to get, grow the fuck up. And I explained this to Maddie and she told me that I was fucking crazy and that she thinks without a doubt he is very into it and very into me. And I battled with her and explained to her the dudes that I am used to are very forward, aggressive, assertive, dominant, and have told me really within seeing each other maybe twice. The second time I saw these dudes, it was, I really like you. I don't want to be without you. How do I lock it down? I have not felt like this in a long time. I want to be with you. Is that fucking crazy? Is that weird? Is that every other girl's experience? I know some things are more of a slow burn, but I don't know. I thought that that was the way a guy should behave and was supposed to behave. And I don't have time to deal with a dude who isn't going to come at me with that approach because I think it screams confidence. And I think that is the number one most important quality I need a dude to have aside from a bank account and a penis and being nice. But that's hot. And I thought of this behavior to be very confident. And Maddie really schooled me and threw me for a loop. She said that screams insecurity to her. So if a guy is acting stalkerish, obsessed level right in the beginning, we're not talking about love bombing, okay? I don't even fucking get what love bombing is. I don't know if it's real. But if he's acting like that right away, his insecurities are manifesting themselves into these behavioral things, trying to lock it down, wanting to be all over me and move things really quickly. It's this guy having attachment issues, getting anxiety and getting worried that I'm going to go away and they need to, you know, lock it down as quickly as possible. And it was just so interesting to me, this dichotomy of Maddie thinking it screams insecurity and I'm over here thinking confidence, huge dick energy. So I like would love to know what you guys think. But with that said, it really made me take pause and think about the behaviors I 
have made up in my head to be healthy, hot, and preferable when it comes to a dude. And now I'm like, bitch, you might have it all wrong. Maybe a guy should be more chill and a little more laid back when he's trying to date you or court you. I don't know the answer, but what I think the takeaway from this can be is I no longer think things are just black and white and clear as day if you feel unsure of where you are in a relationship. So if you're in a situation like I am right now and you just, you feel like you're getting mixed signals, you just can't really tell what this guy wants, absolutely do not ask him. (laughs) Just let me stop you right there. We are not asking, okay? Yes, I want women to ask for what they want, but mm -mm, we play a game still. But I don't think it necessarily means he's not into you if you're feeling unsure or confused. Because I know that this guy is in love with me and there's just... There's just no other way that it could be anything else, you know? Like, it would break the law of physics if it turned out he wasn't into me. And I say that very sarcastically and as a total and complete joke, by the way, because I don't really know if he does, but I think he does. He sent me a screenshot of him getting into it in the comments, defending me. Like, I don't know. Like, would just like a homie send shit like that look you've had a long day your boss is annoying you your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do and your sibling is asking you for money that's like an everyday thing for me While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, Our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostess ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. 
Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salud. Say goodbye to the Sunday Scaries with Taste Salud's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taysalude religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salud knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and strawberry margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at Taysalud.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taysalud. Anyways, SOS is what we're about to jump into. Save our sleuths, question stories, advice. It's been a year since I've done this shit and you guys need me right now. You really do. Okay, first question. Sophia, love your podcast. Been a fan since day one. So I've been dating my boyfriend for five and a half years. I told him I'm ready for marriage a few months ago and I'm not sure how much longer I can wait. I set a time frame in my head for next month. He recently said he's not ready for marriage despite us living together. I'm disappointed. Should I wait or leave even though I love him? Mm. Sorry, I was just taking a sip of the tea. This is some fucking tea right here. You basically gave him an ultimatum and then in your mind made a time frame for when he should respond with a yes and the time frame was the following month? Like, am I reading that correctly? If you have been 
with someone for five years living together and they don't want to get married because they don't feel ready. They're not into you. Okay, next question. <laughs> I do think you should slow down a teeny tiny bit, give him a little wiggle room because you guys do have that history, but five years is a long time. I think I would be like, shit or get off the pot. That's when I do totally support an ultimatum. Break up with him, girly. On to the next. Okay, second question. Hi, Sophia. I've been thinking about this. What if I surprised my boyfriend with a little game, aka my fantasy? I want to give him a BJ and get him to fuck me through a hole in the wall and make it more exciting by having him pretend to be a stranger or even a relative. <laughs> halfway through is this too out there i can't stop thinking about it i may even surprise him with it as it unfolds a man won't say no to that right god damn i leave you guys alone for a few months and this is the shit that i have to come back to okay girl i think this fantasy sounds fucking hot aside from you're related to the person you're dick sucking. I don't really love that. I think sucking his dick through a hole in the wall is it's that's every guy's fantasy. Listen, you want to know if a guy is into something, does his penis go into something? Okay, he's into it. Like if he's putting his penis in a hollowed out cucumber like a hole in the wall, it like it doesn't matter. He's down and I like this excitement element that you want to add by not telling him and just letting it unfold. But if you hit him with some dirty talk as his sister, mother, grandmother, nope, we're not even going to go there. If you start dirty talking as one of his family members, he honestly would probably stay hard. Guys are just fucking gross. He honestly probably would be down. However, I don't know how you surprise him as it unfolds when you have to ask him to put his dick through a hole in the wall. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he's going to know you're about to suck it. I guess you could just leave a bunch of post-it notes like from the front door, like, follow me here, go into the upstairs bathroom. And then he just walks into the bathroom and you've just fucked up the entire drywall, but there's a perfect hole. And make the hole really tiny so he feels big. I would just have him put his dick through a chain link fence. Okay? Because if you take him to, oh, the bathroom stall, I feel like is a go-to. You'll fucking yeah. figure it out. It doesn't matter. Okay? I'm into it. And he will go along with the incest, dirty talk shit that you want to do. When a guy is hard, he, you could tell him like his family died. He's still going to come. Okay, question number three. Top three favorite perfumes. Is it weird? I don't wear perfume. I think in middle school, high school, I would obsess over it. And like, oh my gosh, everyone has their scent. I just, I shower and make sure my hair smells good. However, I will rock perfume that, that I've received as a gift. Like the, what's the really expensive one with the red top? Oh yeah, Baccarat. And I also have Juicy Couture. I used to be obsessed with Burberry. I'm just, I think 
Perfumes are like, okay. I hate, I think that's the worst gift ever. Get me essential oils before you get me a perfume. It's like putting like mosquito repellent on your skin. Okay, last question. Help, I need advice. My boyfriend and I have been dating for over a year. Yesterday I found out he posted a photo of him fucking his ex on his OnlyFans. Granted, I'm the only subscriber, parentheses from a fake account. I'm sorry, what? I'm just going to keep reading it. He posted the photo a month ago. I confronted him and he said it was a photo from before we were dating. Am I justified for feeling upset by this? I kind of freaked out on him and demanded he show me his phone. He wasn't talking to any girls, but still. The OnlyFans post and him still having his ex's nudes upsets me. Please give me your input. Thank you. Let's just get it out of the way. Nudes never die. A- B, I don't even know how to dissect this question. Your boyfriend has an OnlyFans, but you are the only subscriber and you subscribe to his OnlyFans from a fake account. Make it make sense. Why? What? I don't, I don't know. But if you get evidence like this, you are free to look through the phone. Like, if he fucking posted it on Facebook, I don't care where he posted it, this is like a green light to go through his phone. You didn't find anything, which is great. I don't, don't break up with someone over them having an old nude of a former relationship. In fact, I would be shocked if he didn't have that shit, you know? Also, make sure that your face is not in any fucking nudes or sex tapes that you guys make. Because homeboy's fucking posting it on his OnlyFans, making money off of it, except not really because you're the only subscriber and it's from a fake account. This shit, I don't, guys, see, this is why I'm back. And this is why I'm going to be doing these questions consistently every week. I should have live calls and like talk to you guys directly so I can ask like, what the fuck does this mean? I love you guys so much. That was a whirlwind of emotion. That was a whirlwind of everything. I'm exhausted, but there's a change coming and a shift happening and I can feel it. And I love you guys so much. Thank you for being patient with me and look out for the minis. I think they're gonna be dope as shit. Bye.